Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Today's show will feature interviews with former University of Georgia and Pittsburgh Steelers running back Tim Worley and former Kansas City Chiefs star Priest Holmes. Visit soldouttv.com for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. Now, here's Roman Gabriel III. Uh, welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk. Another great show for you. We're glad to have you in. Hope you had a happy new year and a Merry Christmas. Uh, very excited to have a good friend in, in the house, uh, Tim Worley, former Pittsburgh Steelers running back and uh, Georgia Bulldog. Grew up right down the road from my hometown of Wilmington, North Carolina, in Lumberton, North Carolina, where he was a All-American high school running back and track star. Uh, now living in Huntersville, North Carolina, and doing some wonderful things. We're happy to have him. Tim, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me on, Roman. I appreciate it. Always, always great to have uh, a guy like you in the house. Uh, you know, last couple of days we've had a chance to visit together, and uh, one of the things that I'm excited about is what you're doing right now, and uh, we'll get to your story in a second, but uh, very excited about your uh, relationship with K-Love and uh, this fantastic ministry that you're involved in. Tell us about that. Well, um, I've actually been speaking and working with you for over 15 years now, and uh, uh, I had an opportunity to uh, meet with some people at K-Love and Air One Radio, and for the past couple of years, I've been doing ministry with them. It's it's, it's a program called Dare to Dream, but what we do, we go into school, middle schools and high schools and even youth detention centers all over the country, and we, we present the Dare to Dream program. And it's been very successful, and just the feedback is, is amazing. It's, it's causing a lot of change in the young people, and even the parents are getting involved. So it's outstanding. God is doing his thing. What what are you seeing in young people out there as you travel the country, Tim, that interests you and, and, and that maybe that people might not know about young people today? Well, one of the things that I'm seeing uh, across the board, all the way across, is uh, I see hopelessness. Um, I see a lot of uh, bullying. I see a lot of cyberbullying. Uh, and kids just don't have any hope today. And, um, you know, I, I use my story uh, to, to really encourage the kids because – Whenever I present, I don't talk about my victories. You know, I talk about my failures. And I believe that when we talk about our failures, you know, it opens up people to be able to to, to talk about what they're going through. You know, even the comment cards and the stuff that we receive back from them, these young people are telling us things that they wouldn't even tell their parents or their teachers. So, you know, it's, it's pumping some hope into the children. Obviously, University of Georgia was where you went to school. Uh, you had your share of, of trials and a, a very good career as a Georgia Bulldog, where you were an All-American, a number one draft pick in 1989 of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you got to be excited uh, this weekend uh, coming up, national championship game. Georgia's going to play for that against Alabama and all SEC national championships, so I know you're excited about that. Oh, boy, let me tell you, am I excited? You know, the one thing, Roman, is uh, my wife graduated from Alabama. So, you know, we're, we're, we're not a house divided. We're a house double blessed. But I think the good Lord was protecting us both because I won't be at the national championship game. I, I won't even be at home. I will be in Indianapolis 
presenting the Dare to Dream program. So the Lord is protecting us from each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, so will she? Will if you're not in the house, will she be wearing Alabama colors and rooting for Alabama, or will she be? What, what What's the deal there? How would that work? Well, of course, she's going to always wear Alabama. Just like last week, you know, I, she rooted for Georgia. She had on my old Georgia uh, jersey with an Alabama hat on. And uh, whenever Bama's not playing Georgia, you know, I root for Bama. And, uh, you know, she was a gymnast at the University of Alabama. So, uh, happy wife, happy life. I'll just leave it, leave it as that. But uh, she's going to always represent Bama. Always. Tim, Tim Worley's with us, former running back for the Georgia Bulldogs uh, and Pittsburgh Steelers, then finished his career with the Chicago Bears. And, uh, Tim, uh, you know, bowl season's with us, senior bowl coming up, a lot of excited college student-athletes that are no longer going to be working with school, but they're going to be getting ready for a full-time career in the NFL, and you know what that's like. Um, What's your feeling about just a handful of these really elite players uh, that have decided to sit out of bowl games? Uh, There there was a handful this year and a handful last year. It's something that never really happened before. Uh, What's your take on that? Well, uh, personally, um, I don't agree with it. But, you know, people, uh, they make their own choices. Um, you know, I'm, I'm old school. And, and uh, I'm a basic fundamental guy. And I believe that, you know, you play the very last game. I mean, it was very important to me uh, uh, to play as many games as I could at the University of Georgia. And it was very monumental to, to walk off that field knowing that I gave it my all at the University of Georgia, which paved the way for me to be a first-round pick into the NFL. So I don't agree with it, Roman, but today it's, it's a different spin on things. I don't know why. And uh, I just believe that the more that you play, the more that you do, you, you give yourself an opportunity to, to, to compete and, and put yourself out there. And I also, I also believe that you should be dedicated to the school on that last day that gave you an opportunity to showcase your gifts. That's just my belief. I'm old school, and and I'm going to stick with it. Tim Worley was the SEC Offensive Player of the Year in 1988 with Georgia. His career at Georgia rushed for 2,038 yards and 27 touchdowns. And, you know, it propelled you, as you said, Tim, to a number one draft pick, uh, seventh seventh pick in the first round to the Pittsburgh Steelers. At that time, the Steelers were loaded with talent, and uh, your first year was was a very good year. Uh, and you, you then began to experience some injury problems and um, began to experience some trouble in your personal life. So, t- so tell us what happened, uh, you know, going into the NFL and as your career pro- progressed. Well, first of all, it was, very, it was a very exciting time in my life and just stepping up to that next level. And I, I just believe that when I look back, um, I was prepared to play the game. I could play the game of football. You didn't have to pay me to play it. I loved it but I wasn't prepared for the, the things that came off the field, the life off the field, the, the, the business side of things. And uh, even before I stepped into the NFL, I started experimenting with drinking and using drugs occasionally. And basically it just, it just escalated once I got into the NFL because of just, I never knew who I was, never knew who I was for a long time. I'm talking about for almost 35 years. And so, the things off the field became more important to me than the things on the field. And I had to separate myself. I didn't know it at the time from, from being, having a program, being in a program mentality to being an employee. And the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Chicago Bears was looking for a return on their investment. But that highlights, that party and frivolous lifestyle became more important to me. 
that's when the injuries begin to, to show up. That's when I begin to fail drug tests. That's when I begin to have troubles with running run-ins with the police officers and the law. And uh, things just went sideways for me, and it's all because of the negative choices that I made. But um, I learned from it. I learned from those things, and I thank God. It's only by the grace of God that I'm here today, given a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth chance to, to, to be here and to reach back and help other people that's dealing with some of the issues that I once dealt with. Tim, what was the, what was the, 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 was there a big situation or something that really was the, was the finishing touches to tell you I need to change my life and tell me about how that happened? Well, um, making that transition, and Roman, you probably know this, man, uh, it was, it was tough for me because the NFL was basically my first job, 22 years old. And, and just making that transition to a normal lifestyle, something that I started doing at 10 years old and all of a sudden at 30 years old, you know, I'm speaking the word retirement. And, and, and it was tough for me to make that transition. But, you know, the drugs and the alcohol had become a big thing in my life. And, 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 I, and I, never, I never thought I had a problem. I wouldn't admit it. I was just doing what I had to do. Like they say, it's not a crime until you get caught, right? But the thing that turned it around for me you know, was happened 10 years ago, 2008, be coming up on 10 years, um, um, where I had a run-in with the police in Atlanta, Georgia, Smyrna, Georgia. And uh, I was basically suicidal, trying to trying to basically kill myself or get somebody to kill me. And I put myself in harm's way and, and had a run-in with some police officers and trying to get him to put a slug in my heart. But he didn't do that. God gave me another chance, and that police officer tased me and arrested me, put me in jail. And when I sat in jail... For 23 days, that's when my life changed. I actually got on my knees in a jail cell, and I asked, repented, and I asked the Lord to restore me. And ever since April the 8th, uh, April 13, 2008, God has radically changed my life, radically. Tim Worley's with us, former Pittsburgh Steeler and Chicago Bears running back, and uh, now out there helping other kids with what so many kids are struggling with today because of that hopelessness that you talked about, Tim. So many kids are trying to find it in a bottle, trying to find it through drugs and alcohol, which is rampantly available in our country today, and, and a real serious problem that uh, I know you and I both are, are concerned about. So tell me about how this changed your perspective, not only as a husband and as a, as a father, uh, but with your perspective and how you could help others through your story. Well, um, you know, the, the Word of God says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of our testimony, and I'm always going to tell my story. Um, it, it totally changed my life. It changed my perspective. It gave me a better uh, a perspective on life totally, that life is a gift, and I don't want to waste time while I'm here. You know, our, God's gift to us, uh, and, and I'll get what we do with that gift is a gift to Him, and I want that gift to be the best. And our gifts are not for us, they're for other people. So even through the adversity and all the difficult things that I put myself, you know, by choice that I stepped into that almost destroyed my life, you know, I use those things. I learn from them, and I use them now to get back into places to help somebody else. And it's all about the next person. It's all about other people. It's not about me. It's about Jesus Christ, and it's about the next man and the next girl. And I want to continue doing those things that to let young people know that, listen, you, you were put, put here for purpose, and you're not a mistake. God has given you many things, many gifts, that we shouldn't take life for granted. And, you know, I 
think that not only children, but, but men and women, people need to hear this. They need to hear the gospel and how much God loves us and why he put us here. When you're flowing in your strength and you're flowing in, and you know your purpose and why you're here, man, you're unstoppable. And that's the way I feel now today, Roman. Tim Worley with us, former Pittsburgh Steelers running back, Georgia Bulldog, and uh, here with us on a sold-out sports talk on AFR. Uh, as we close up, Tim, you know, this is this is a problem that doesn't just exist for color or exist for how much money you make or exist for how old you are or whether you're a Christian or not. Substance abuse and alcohol use has destroyed many lives and isn't just the person that's doing it. It's the people around them that suffer greatly as well. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had that within my own family. You know what that's like. What would you tell somebody in our audience tonight, Tim, that may be struggling with somebody who has that problem? I believe that uh, first thing you gotta you gotta confess it. You gotta admit it. You have to admit that you have an issue. And a lot of us, you know, I, I've always said this, said this, Roman. Secrets kill. And there are a lot of people right now that are walking around with secrets. I mean, and, and it's killing them on the inside. You know, there's so many types of drugs out there now, not just the street drugs that we know of, like cocaine and marijuana and all. The, it's the pharmaceutical drugs now. People are the opiates, and, and people are dying every day from these from these drugs. And, and my my advice is to is just to admit it. Talk to somebody. And I think that's the problem, especially with young men. Men really don't know how to talk to each other. Women, on the other hand, they, they're more open to talk, but men... They don't know how to talk to each other. And you have to humble yourself and admit, hey, I may have a problem. And it, until I humble myself and I confess and admit it that I have an issue and that I can't do this life by myself because I don't know how, that's when freedom came. And the mind began to get renewed. But my advice is to just confess it, admit it, talk to somebody. Okay. Get with somebody, talk, somebody to, uh, talk to somebody that you can tell your secret. And ask for help. Tim Worley, former Pittsburgh Steeler. And uh, Tim, we wish you the best in what you're doing as you travel across the country with the Dare to Dream program. And uh, when we come back on Sold Out Sports Talk, another great running back coming in here, uh, Priest Holmes, former Kansas City Chief, will join us on Sold Out Sports Talk when we come back. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with former Kansas City Chiefs running back, Priest Holmes. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. What I love about this is the passion of Sold Out faith, family, and sports as we show you a glimpse of who these guys are. The guys are living the life. Guys are making a difference in people's lives, and this guy's done it throughout his. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs running back, all pro, uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, he's retired now, but I tell you, he put up some incredible numbers when he's playing the game, but more importantly, when he was playing, he was still making a difference in people's lives, and he's doing it now. He's representing the Foundation School of Legends. And uh, it's Priest Holmes, my guest. Priest, how you doing? I'm doing great. You know, it's fantastic to be here. It gives me an opportunity to do two things. I get a chance to talk about what I'm up to right now and then some of my past experiences. I've seen some coaches and some friends and players that I haven't seen in years. And when you're in this room, you get a chance to see the glimpse of some pretty good players.
done. We recently were out in California. We coached the NFLPA bowl game. For me, it was great because of my first time coaching. You know, I walked away with a W, so I'm always I'm already saying <laughs> that I could, I should be hired as a coach now because I had a good chance, a good run with the running backs there. The great thing about the NFL is, is even though you're done playing, there's that camaraderie, there's that closeness. It really is. You know, they always talk about, Priest, what are some of the things that you miss about football? Is it the fact that you're no longer playing? I said, you know, the one thing I can talk about as far as football is concerned, I miss the touchdowns. Yes, that's exciting to get 70,000 out of their seat and have them screaming and yelling. But the other piece is that you touched on it. The fact that you get a chance to know your players, you get a chance to spend time getting a chance to know them off, off the field. One thing I we used to do is every Thursday as running backs, we would get together and have barbecue at Tony Richardson's home. And the first hour, we'd talk about each other. Whoever messed up that week, we'd really dog them out. And then the next hour, we'd teach the younger guys how to read blitz and how to pick up uh, the linebacker reads and things of that nature as far as watching film and the techniques, what DBs were doing. So that's the part that I miss. And the biggest thing of most of all is my linemen. You get a chance to feed each guy two lobsters and, two, and three steaks. I mean, that kind of gets you excited because, you know, when they're smiling during the week, it's going to be a good Sunday. Well, we talk a lot about faith, family, and sports on Sold Out because that, to me, is what it's all about when it comes to using a platform. And one of the things that we've heard all year long is that word platform. Exactly. And uh, tell me about what platform means to you, not just as a former player, but now because a lot of people look at football players and say, well, he's done, so he doesn't have anything to do. Well, when you have a platform like you had playing, um, there's a lot of guys that are doing a lot more now that can do a lot more now after they're done than when they play. Absolutely. I'm able to do three things. I'm able to encourage students. I'm able to be a motivational speaker as well to former players. And then most of all, I have a foundation which we're able to give back to the community. The platform that I've been able to, to receive from the NFL and through the hard work, it didn't come along with just the NFL providing it for me. It took a lot of hard work behind it as well. When you speak of the likes of Tim Tebow, what he's doing to provide that opportunity for players that will come after after him where they will be naysayers saying there you're not able to succeed you're not able to be conventional you don't you don't look the part but i can tell you one thing no one can judge the heart just the heart of a man because of the fact that their heart can be so big inside and i'll tell you what there's time and time again people have been proven wrong we'll see the same thing done in super bowl someone's going to step up that they said shouldn't be here and wouldn't have the opportunity and i'm just excited to be about that particular fact is that being an undrafted free agent, coming into the league, and showing so many people that it can be done, it deserves to be an inspiration to so many players that come after me. Former All-Pro running back Priest Holmes is our guest. And Priest, you're representing Foundation School of Legends. Tell me about this program, Foundation School of Legends. The School of Legends is an interactive site similar to Facebook and Twitter. It's a social platform. It allows it to be a community for former players. What I think, and I've always talked about, is former players, once they're done playing, they fade to black, they disappear. They're no longer involved in their communities. SOTL gives you that opportunity because it's a community where former players can be engaged. If you want to know what I'm up to, you can go to School of Legends, and you can see the updates, and you can have the information of what I'm doing in my community. And the same is true in other communities. Former players have to stick together. But the biggest thing is now fans are able to be a part of this interactive site and they can participate in all the different things that we have going on. That's really interesting to me because one of the things that I found over the years is as an evangelist and as a guy who uh, I get out there in the schools and churches and, and youth is a big part of it. Um, I've met a lot of former players who have the ability to go out there and do it. They just never really got the opportunity. And, and then right. they ask themselves, well, 
are kids really going to listen to me and do I have the confidence to do this? And I can remember a lot of players that I brought out to events who for the first time did it, and they never turned back after that because it really wasn't about them. It was about what they got out of that situation. Is that what you're seeing with this? Well, with former players, the biggest thing is that they do have a voice. They have a huge platform that they've been given, and it's, it's to their advantage to take as much opportunity from that and to give back because I'll tell you what, after living 20 and 30 years and knowing that you've lived a successful life and you had the advantages that most people may not have had, if you can reach back and grab a hand and pull somebody up, it means the world to them. You know, even for former players to talk to even some of the current players, I do a lot of mentorship with Arian Foster, and we know what he's been able to do to create for himself. Undrafted back out of Tennessee, leads the league in rush in 2010, comes back for a 2011 campaign and puts up similar numbers. So for me to be able to say that I've been there, done that, and not reach back and help someone else, uh, it, it just speaks volumes when you're able to do so. Well, you know what's really cool to me is is that when you do talk to guys, the one thing that's so sad sometimes when you talk to former players who got done 20 or 30 years ago is they talk about, you know, most people, and this is not players' fault, this is the world we live in, it's always about what they did. It's always about, you know, they always take a look at them when they were 30 years ago and say, you know, that's all that there was. Exactly. And you're done. I mean, let's just talk about that, talk about, talk about that. But what I find really interesting is there's a lot of players who that's the past. They're using their they council boys doing great things now. And that's something from a player's perspective I think so important that you don't live in the past and that you understand that God still wants to use you now to do great things. You know, one of the things that I can tell you is that, you know, having faith is something that's very important. I always talk about having an ace of spade. It could be that grandmother. It could be that parent, that single father. It could be that uncle that speaks into your life and tells you something that you should take and believe in, and you keep it as your ace of spade. If they told you you were special, that God has made you the person that is invincible, and you have the ability to bounce back, you have character, you're, you you just have a simple way of interacting with people, these are the things that people should take and take to heart and know those are their ace of spades because it's encouragement and it's motivation to know that at the end of the day when everyone says you can't do something there's that one ace of spades that you can pull out and say you know what my grandmother told me i am somebody you know my father said that i am an incredible person that i have a talent i have a god that loves me and those are the things that are very important to people priest holmes all pro running back for the Chiefs, and now he's involved with Foundation School of Legends. Is there a website that we need to go to or Absolutely. Facebook site? What do we need to do? For School of Legends, it's SOTL.com. And, of course, they can get updates, and then they can be interactive with other former players. Of course, for my foundation, it's www.PriestHolmesFoundation.org. Of course, on our website, we have a button that I always talk about. It's called the Donate button. If you click that Donate button, you're able to help proceeds to go to the foundation and this opportunity to give kids an opportunity to go to school wanted to finish with this one of the things that we talk to kids about all the time a lot of them today are without hope a lot of them think that they're whatever their circumstance is how difficult it is that somehow that's going to disqualify them from being able to reach their dreams and their goals um, drugs and alcohol is obviously a devastating thing to yes, kids and their families what would you tell young people out there if you're talking to them today priest right now uh, about staying away from drugs and alcohol you know it can it can be a deterrent that can it, it the best thing is to say is that when you have that intimidation or feeling like you're being coerced there's so many ways that you know kids can go about doing that the biggest thing is I always tell them is that you find something that you're good at you find something that you're passionate about and you show up and you show out you know you go to the things that you very very strong attributes into and if it's sports you stick to your sports if it's helping people in the community you stick to that because I can tell you one thing I've seen so many cases where guys have had incredible careers just to throw it all away to something that is considered an addiction and they couldn't get rid of but for students I'll tell you 
you what, if they can rally together around their parents, their loved ones, and believe in those one things when I talk about an ace of spades, always lean on that fact that there's something special about you and you have years to experience and years to give back to your community. Priest, is there a scripture that you stand on, that you live by? You know, there's several There's several scriptures that I really like, but I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And I'll tell you what, when you have a scripture that you definitely know that you can lean on and it's something that you can also convert to be in your ace of spades, it's something that really helps. At the end of the day, faith is huge. And the reason why I say that is because it's the substance of thing unseen to the evidence of things seen. So for me, it's something that's really big that, you know, I never could tell you exactly how my career would take shape and form. But I knew I had faith to believe that if I continue to put my left foot in front of my right foot and continue to walk down the path that was given to me, there would be success at some point. And I'll tell you what, I've been very fortunate to be in this position to be able to be a motivational speaker and also be an encouragement to students. SOTL.com for Foundation School of Legends. PriestHomesFoundation.org. And final question before I let you go. This is really important to me. What's the problem with cutting physical education and thinking that by taking kids out of exercise that somehow that's going to help them be better students? You know, I think that the building blocks of any student is not only the fact that they understand their English, science, and math, but also the physical component conditioning the body, getting the exercise, raising your heartbeat. You know, those are the things that are very important because I tell you what, you can see so many kids that are involved in sports, the excitement, the ability to be on a team, the fact that they become leaders, the fact that they are able to be able to show their talents through physical competition, I think it's huge. And I think that in several of the school districts that I've even seen, even back in Texas and Kansas City, when they start to eliminate the amount of time the students are able to contribute to their physical talent, I think that is something that they have to take a look at because I tell you what, there's so many kids that I've known that have been really excited about the fact that they can participate in sports. Priest Holmes, you've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.